Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, uh, welcome to another Touchdown Frackers podcast. I am your host, Lewis. Um, I'm joined by, you know what, three brave gentlemen this this weekend. Three very, very brave gentlemen this weekend. You know, we've had to contend with the petrol crisis. Uh, dropping points this weekend as well against rivals. Um, good evening. Good evening, Tobes. How are you? I've heard you've just got home from Emirates Stadium now. No, you know I didn't just get home. I got home. I, I actually <laughs> didn't know that. I didn't you know that. that. You know what time I got home because I left the game early. You know that, bro. You're just saying this. Just wait, 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 what are you saying, Lewis? Tap out tubes. <laughs> how many times are you going to bang this, this shit joke? You're, you're stupid dude. But it's funny every time, though. Oh, man. It's, it's funny every time. How many times are you going to bang out this joke? No, but it's funny. Yeah. Like, huh? as, as many times as I can, brother. As many times oh, as I can. Forget you lost as well this weekend, you know. But fine. It's too sweet. That's where. And obviously, you, you heard the voice of Babs. How you doing, man? Loving the 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 do rag that's going I'm, on. I'm happy, here. man. It's, I'm happy, man. It's, it's a wonderful pattern on on the do rag. Thank you, man. I wish I wish listeners could see it, but yeah, man. I'm in a good mood, you know. Obviously, the result didn't go our way, but football still football. So I'm still happy. Football still football. Meads, how you yeah. doing, man? Uh, I can't complain too much. Obviously, you didn't get the result we wanted, but yeah, I'm, I'm upbeat, man. I'm upbeat. That's for real. I'm upbeat. Hey, listen, you have to be upbeat in life, man. You have to be upbeat in life. And I'm wonderful today. I'm wonderful, you know, <laughs> because there's nothing like three points in the North London derby. In my, for my money, this is like the best London derby. Right. It might even be the best derby, actually, in terms of like historical, um, you know, historical games, the matchups, the back and forth between both teams. You know, what, not, obviously not not too much in history because Spurs haven't won anything for 
God knows. But, you know, in recent history, they've got the better of us. And, you know, it's kind of been topsy-turvy in, in terms of where we finish in the league. So, for my money, it's the, um, you know, it's, 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 it's the best derby. And... Um, yeah, it is. you know, both teams come into both take both teams came into the, into the game today. You know, managers under somewhat differing pressure. Obviously, Nuno has just arrived, and Arteta has Arteta has been at the helm for for eighteen months now. I think it is maybe just a bit, mm. um, yeah, a bit over eighteen months. So, um, but pressure on both managers. Tobes, like I know you weren't really confident heading into the game, and you were there today. I don't, I don't I'm not too sure what time you left after the game but um yeah you, what what you make me what, sick i swear to god <laughs> what what was um what was your thoughts going into the game and you know did did things pan out how you would have hoped absolutely not of course they didn't pan out how how i hoped we were 3-0 down within like 30 something minutes we were 3-0 down in the north london derby in a game where you literally have to play beyond your capability and play with some sort of heart passion you know, all the cliches that they say in football, you have to play with that in the North London derby. And we played with 0% of that and, and got our asses handed to us in the first half. Oh, you're right. I wasn't expecting Spurs to win because we never win here. We always crumble. I don't know whether it's the occasion. I don't know whether it's the atmosphere. I don't know what it is, but we always crumble here. And we've not even beaten you here. We've not beaten you consistently, sorry, here, even when we were a good side. So now we're a bad side and we're coming here you, we've heard, you've said it a million times, your whole, your whole, most of your fan base have said it, that Arsenal aren't a good side. I've seen worse teams on paper come to your ground and work you. And we couldn't even do a fifth of that today. So to answer your question, it didn't go how I imagined it to go by any stretch of the imagination today. We were fucking awful. So, so what what are you putting it down to, Toast? Because um, the thing is, I've watched you guys this season, yeah, and mm-hmm. you know the games. Um, I think I've seen you in probably three or four of your league games this season, and yeah. I haven't been impressed despite results. You know, I, I kind of expected it to unravel, not or maybe not in this in this fashion. No, no, no unravel is the right is word. Is it free? Yeah. Is it free? Free? Oh, right, obviously you got a goal today, so free. Um, Nine goals conceded in three games. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what is this down to? Is this is this like um is this factors coming back from previous regimes in terms of management or or is this is this are these problems unique to the the Nuno regime? It's not unique to the Nuno regime, no. But it is it is alarming that he's losing. Even Jose didn't lose three games, three nil, or three conceding three goals back to back to back to back with a worse worse defense. Because we've improved it with Romero and whatnot, but why doesn't Michael, he play? Michael Bridge, Michael, you ask me. Michael Bridge made a great point today. Not one of us, not one of the signings we we made in the summer started today, and only and to be sure, we didn't really sign many players. But the obvious player that should have started, he didn't start. Romero, he should have started today. But anyway, um, the issue isn't just a Nuno specific issue. I think Nuno is a problem in the sense that he does not play the way that we need our team. He doesn't set us up the way we need our team to to, to play. Um, but fundamentally, it's not Nuno's fault that this team's shit. It's not Nuno's fault that this team can't keep um, can't keep possession. It's not Nuno's fault that we have a lot of players who are mentally weak and come to this ground and crumble. It's not Nuno's fault that we have a lot of underperforming players that just don't want to be here and are giving us zero out of 10 performances. 
But it is Nuno. It is Nuno's fault for picking some of the players. It is Nuno's fault for playing shocking players in in positions that they're never that they've never really been good at. It's Nuno's fault for for not being able to coach us well enough in possession. You, you mentioned there that um, there are players, uh, not singular, um, that you know just don't want to be here and obviously playing poorly. Who who may these players be? Would I care to speculate? Uh, obviously, Harry Kane. Such a slimy guy, bro. Exactly. Yo, and you I love it. I just, I just, you made I'm so sick. I swear to God, you're literally. Hey, I didn't want to assume. Slimy. That's what you are. You're slimy. I, I didn't want to assume, man. I didn't want to assume. But you mentioned players, so I'm just wondering who else to add to the list. As yeah, because well, Indom didn't want to be here. He probably no. still doesn't want to be here as well. He was trying to leave in the summer. But yes, the main player I'm talking about is Harry Kane, mm. who was awful again today. Um, and Padlock he was at again by Gabriel and and Ben White this week actually interesting Ben, ben White Ben White didn't padlock anyone he Ooh, if anything he gave well, he, well. he should have given away a penalty as well yeah. no, it's I not an, it was a stonewall penalty that they didn't give but again yeah. I would have known because I didn't see it in, I didn't see it in real time because you know I wasn't there so, <laughs> so <laughs> um, but yeah Kane don't want to be here and um, I feel like he just doesn't care anymore um, when he plays and it shows like. He's just so languid, so. Can so you blame mental. him, bro? Can, can you I can't, you're right. I, I, I can't blame him. I think I you can blame him. him. I think you blame him. I can't blame him. How can you. Okay, perhaps. I want to hear this. How can how you can blame Harry Kane for signing a. How, how long was the contract essential? Sorry, was oh, it? No, 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 no. Why not even talk about a contract? I could put that mm-hmm. to the side. I could fuck that. But can you blame him for feeling demotivated, right? Yeah, because at the end of the day, you signed the contract. You signed a contract at, at your at your employer. You do the job. You, you do your job. It's, it's that simple. Yeah, if me, if, if all of us here were unhappy at our, our job, you try to leave. Yeah, I would try to leave. But if I've signed exactly. a contract for X if, term, nah, 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 nah. The thing no. is, when you sign an employment contract, whether you sign that for X term or not, you can cut that contract short if you want to. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. If you didn't like it, you try and leave. Ultimately, Harry Kane doesn't like his current place of employment and he wants a dip. He's not been able to. So he's naturally going to be affected by this because he feels tied down and miserable. I blame him for signing that contract, but at the same time, I can't blame him for feeling demotivated, knowing that he's going to be at Spurs for another year, not going to win anything, not mm. really going to challenge for anything. So he's mm. just feeling like, what's the point? I get that. And that's it's the, very, he it's very unprofessional, though. He, yeah, but he, might have been, but he might have been feeling this for the last couple of seasons. And to be it's fair, the terms of what he signed the contract, he may have been expecting Tottenham to really mount a... Obviously, we got this brand new... Spe- lovely stadium, by the way. Tim. Absolutely lovely stadium. You know, it, it's beautiful. But, you know... So, Someone call it a playground, though. Well, yeah, yeah, it's what it is, right? But, you know, it, the, the, the provision that he signed the contract on, you know, things may have changed. You know, Correct. like, he may have been promised certain things... You know, uh, certain ambitions were maybe you know met, or you know this was what they were striving to do, and it, and it hasn't mm. been met now. So That's maybe, yeah, I think Kane may be well in his right to be like, "Yo, look, you ain't held up your side of the bargain. I ain't yeah, here right. to finish seventh for everyone." But, but, as, as and, a and if you, but then if and also, sorry, Brad, also yeah, just to yeah. add to that, um, they signed. They was it. They signed. They got Jose Mourinho, and Jose was this world class manager that they were supposed to sit into the next level. Then they've gone and got Nuno Esperinto Santos. Like, what? Hey, Meads, I told like, you about that, this guy, man. He's shit. Yeah, yeah, What? Like, you know what I mean? That's like a massive downgrade. Even a finished Jose is better than this guy. I don't think you could even... I don't think anyone could do that. 
a finished Jose is better than this guy. So the, 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 the drop down the level, you you think you think Jose is worse than no, him? no, no. I said I, I won't deny it. I, okay, I said it I'm about to say and it. I want to do, and I want Jose gone, and I, I don't dislike Nuno, but he's just not the right fit, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he's never the right fit. It was, you know, uh, watching Spurs tactics today was like, I re- I knew uh, Arsenal could be the easiest play to, team to play against, right? You, you, Meads, you, B Meads and Babs, you were testified to this. You've played us already this season. We're, I know it's a, it's slightly a, a different team. We've got some of our players back and we definitely look more solid. We'll get into Arsenal in a minute. But, you know, there, there isn't a team in the top six, right? Or the traditional top six, uh, top seven, top eight, whatever, that teams would rather play against than Arsenal, right? We're the team. You look at Arsenal no, and you think... Me, we are the team. No, bro, but, we are but, the team. But exactly, this week, this today, we you team, seem bro. like this team, you know? You, there team was team no team. plan. There was We've no plan. You've been like, like 18 months now, bro. We're, we're a team. Barring a few good results and a few... Like a few good months under Jose, and even then, that those months were overstated. We've been this team. We've been this team that have a soft underbelly and are easy to beat. And back on the Harry Kane point as well, I totally get it. In addition to us to, to us blocking any attempts for Man City to sign him, we've not yet again. We've gone into another season not strengthening the squad and putting the right pieces around him. But like mm. Bab said, he is he is contracted to us, and he. At least, even up, even a, even if it's not for the club, at least for yourself. Today is a North London derby. This ain't no normal game that you that you should be towing and throwing over. This mm. is literally got to show some passion and desire, man. Bro, this is this is the game that you I am a passion merchant, hundred percent. But, 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 but Tom, Harry Kane is the top Harry scorer Kane in the derbies, bro. He's the top scorer. Don't you think Harry Kane tried though? I don't think I don't think he played well. I think Harry Kane. I don't think he played well, but. I don't know if it was an effort thing today. Like, for example, there was a, a, a point in the game where I think he got he lost the ball on the edge of the area, right? No, sorry, it was the uh, soccer yeah. goal. It was a soccer yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, goal. So no, 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 no. I've actually got a serious point. I've actually got a serious point. I've actually got a serious point, right? Kane, Kane, Kane lost the ball on the edge of his own box, right? Clamped by Partey. And somehow he made his way back into the Arsenal box. Yeah, and tried to tackle him. I get that. I commend exactly. that. But that's not I'm... a player to me who's like given up. He was actually his... really unlucky. He made a great his tackle perform... and a great block. His performance, and again, this I'm not trying to say Kane was the worst player on the pitch today because I don't even think he was. But his performances this season have not been good enough. Yeah, I know you didn't want to leave, but you hold yourself to such a high standard. We hear so much about his professionalism. We hear, like, you have been performing at this level for years. Why are you sinking to this level? Because you didn't mm. leave. Him playing this badly is not going to change anything. You're not, we're not, the club aren't going to sell you in January. You're not leaving until earliest next summer. So you playing badly is only going to work. It's, it, it, yes, it's going to work to the club's detriment, but it's also going to impact him as well negatively like surely you care about what people think of you as a player you care about what people think about about your professionalism and the way you're going about things now is poor bro you can't play like that in a north london derby you can't play the way he's been playing this season he's our best player he's our best player and he is literally playing like a sack of shit a bamiang bamiang is a striker who we who is the polar opposite for harry kane in terms of what he offers outside of goals. He's not someone who 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 builds up play. He's not someone who who can make those passes, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But in the in absence of his goals, Aubameyang in the first half gave our defense gave our centre backs problems, bro. He was pressing from the front, 
He didn't let them get any time on the ball. He's beating Sanchez in, the, in 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 foot races. Like he's he's linking up what with Emma Swift throw. Like he's he's performing like how we expect Harry Kane to perform. So I have every right to demand a, a, a suitable performance from Harry Kane, win, lose, or draw. I d- I don't deny that you 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 uh, should have those uh, requirements of of young Harry Kane, but um, listen. We'll get onto the winning team today, yeah, because you know I've been chomping at the bit. I wanted to talk a little bit about Arsenal. Um Meads and Babs. Um, Toby's obviously given his analysis of, of the game and how it went. Um, how did you see the game? And you know, was it did it go to plan how you thought? Did did anyone particularly surprise you? Or, you know, uh, Meads, I'll come to you first. Um, so I called the game, I was on I was on at the background because I really didn't care about the result. And it's one of them ones where uh, well, not I won't say recently, but yes, but last two seasons I just really haven't cared for these games. Um they guarantee you goals and a bit of excitement, but I just it's just on. And it's just on so that if I see a goal I can pam someone. I really intrigued, I don't really care too much for the result. Um I thought the game could go either way because I thought you're both equally bad. But I did think that Arsenal were coming into this game a bit more, well, slightly more formal. I think Arsenal won two of the last, yeah, two of the two of the last two matches. Two and Spurs lost yeah. a year, and um, Spurs lost their last two. Um, so yeah, I, I, and I also saw Spurs against Palace, and they made me sick, like really, really sick. So I thought if Arsenal had enough energy and intensity, they could damage them. Um, I didn't expect Arsenal to come out with that approach. Um, so I'll give credit to Arteta for actually being brave because that's not really words I could really use to describe Arteta. Um, but he was brave um, and knew that that's the way to punish Spurs. Um, and it worked. It worked. Um, Spurs are really toothless, gutless in midfield. That midfield is so bad. That, that midfield's got nothing to it, nothing at all. And double in Oilberger. Yeah. That's a, that's a really poor that was the, that was the midfield that that the Spurs like were calling for, no? And yeah, I mean, I mean, Hoiberg. I mean, somebody said that Hoiberg's a top top player. I was like, that's scary, Boy. bro. That's scary. He's mid. He's mid as hell, bro. Nah, Jacka level. Hell. Remember, remember, we said Jacka level, Tobes. I think you're finding better, out. He's better than Jacka. Let's not do this. Is Let's he? He is better than Jacka. Let's not do this. Uh, you, you bro, for me, it's a toss-up. It's a I don't toss-up. think it is a toss-up. Yeah, because Shaka really... had a good Euros too. Like, Shaka had a good Euros. He did have a good Euros. But if if I ask you to pick one of the two, you're not picking Shaka, means. You're not I'm picking... not picking any. I'll, on God, I'd go without a midfielder. <laughs> I'm not picking any. I'd go without a midfielder. Hoybier was, was, was rubbish today, but... That's not how he. I, 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 I don't rate him. I don't rate. I, I listen. I'm the worst person to talk about Hoiberg because I, I just don't rate him whatsoever. Not good player at all, and I don't think he's a where where Spurs want to be. He shouldn't be your midfielder. That like, in my opinion, he just shouldn't. Where Spurs want to aim to be, Hoiberg should not be your starting midfielder, and like guarantee first name on the team sheet all the time. No way. That's crazy to me. But um, yeah, so it didn't go in as harsh. I expected. Ah, boy. Maybe it is, but I just, I just don't see a, I don't see a border in there at all. Um, but so yeah, I wouldn't say it went as to plan, but I just thought if the, if Arsenal got the approach right, then yeah, they could hit them up. Um, I felt like for Spurs to really win the game, they needed to be very physical and match the intensity and rough up 
Arsenal centre-backs. I don't know why Harry Kane... Harry Kane gave Ben White the easiest game of his life. I could not believe it. Could not believe it. Where was the intensity? Where was the... Like, he didn't want to fist man up. I didn't get it. I did not get it. It was it was poor from Kane. Poor. He uh, didn't have much luck against Gabriel last year. You know. I, but he, that's so what he I'm tried, saying. He's tried his luck with Ben White. Obviously it's, it's that saying of the striker play of the, of the weakest centre-back. Yeah. But in, in, like, in this instance, the weakest centre-back... Yeah, yeah, the better of him. Yeah, the better of him. Scary. Really scary stuff from Kane. And obviously there's lots of talks about Harry Kane being finished. I don't know if he's finished. He just looks a bit... He just looks suspect. He looks suspect right now. Mm, I, I think, I think no, that's the police right there looking for Harry Kane right now as we speak. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bro. a criminal performance. It was a criminal The missing persons unit, yeah? Brother, it was terrible. It was really, really <laughs> terrible. But um, I, who else was... Son was all right. Lucas Moura looked all... Okay, I guess in the second half. Hey, but that that Lucas know, guy, man. yeah. If, if I was to ask you what position he played, ah, I, I, yeah, I generally don't know, man. I think central, yeah. I think central everywhere. Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal were excellent in the first half. I, as mm. I said, I can't speak on the second half, but in the first mm. half, the second half, half it was a training game. Really, there wasn't any yeah, 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 yeah. game. The intensity dropped quite a bit, and, and funny enough, right? Spurs came in, and I thought it, it definitely could have ended up in a draw, just by by having chance there. Sure, in in sure. terms of um, talking about Arsenal's performance, I, I was really, really impressed with that to, um, by Tomiyasu. I thought he did a really good job with that inverted um, um, full-back role. I was surprised, though, because I know um, a lot of Arsenal's on build-up tends to be off the left, but I thought you actually had a very, very good um, balance between them attacking for your left and right. I thought Saka did a good job today. I thought Partey was really, really good at breaking down play. I mean, a top, top player. I know a lot of people make jokes about him, but hey, man, let's be honest, this guy is a top, top quality DM and probably one of the best in the league. And... Yeah, it's, 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 I'm not gonna lie, it pains me slowly to see Arsenal having, but you know what makes you a bit happier? We, we know we're gonna see you for probably like 12 games in the league. It's probably gonna be at another festival. So, hey ho, you know, swing, swing, swings and roundabouts. But yeah, it, on a more serious note, I thought Arsenal did a, a, a quite job, good job today. I thought Odegaard was a bit underwhelming. I thought it was a bit really? underwhelming. I thought, I thought it was fantastic first half. I, I thought it, it was all right, but I, I wanted a bit more from man. Like the, the, the player he is, you know, the, the, he's like, he's supposed to be your flagship signing, you know, in, in, in that attack. And I felt like Saka and Smith Rowe, I thought they did a very good job. Mm. But I thought Odegaard, yeah. Odegaard was all right, but I thought Saka and Smith Rowe were like your standouts. You know what, though, Babs? I feel like it's a bit harsh because of the style of player Odegaard is. He isn't mm. super intense. Yeah, with true. Saka, with Saka and Smith Rowe, they're very high more noticeable. Like busy, but mm. yeah, they're busy bunnies. Like they're, mm. they're about. Whereas Odegaard is quite like he's like precise and very like cute with his play. That being said, though, no player worked harder than Odegaard on this pitch today. I'm telling you, he he was fucking everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. He was so good, and it's not not a a side of his game that you would expect. I think, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like Arsenal, Arsenal rose to the occasion. Do you get what I'm saying? They rose. They they knew the the importance of the game. Yeah, and they and they brought the fight. Like I felt. Everything Arsenal did well today, we didn't do well. Like when we were in possession, our, our centre backs couldn't build. Our full backs couldn't build. Our centre backs can't build anyway, even if you even if you don't put them under pressure. But adding the fact that Aubameyang's on their toes, adding the fact that Saka's on on um, on Regulon's toes, adding the fact that Emil Smith and Tierney are on um, on Tanganga. All, all you saw in the first half was us just booting it long, mm. just mm, yeah. fucking kicking it long. Because we had nothing. When we tried to play through midfield, we didn't want to do it. Our mid- Endombele 
you know how much I like this guy. And Lomele hid today. Like, he... This is... He, 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 he hid on, like on the left-hand side, man. He hid so he much. Hid. Like, this, this, is, this is two consecutive performances now at the Emirates. Last year, gutless performance from him and Hoybier. And this season, again, they've gone there and they've crumbled. Like, today, I was genuinely shocked. Like, I can... I can Last season, he tried some stuff and he was just, he was, he played bad. He lost the ball, etc. But today, hiding on that left-hand side, every time he got the ball, he'd pass it back to Hoybier. He'd pass it back to the centre-backs. Didn't want to probe, didn't want to press, didn't want to actually try and disrupt Arsenal's shape with, with the obvious quality that he had. And when you couple that with Hoybier's no-show in midfield and disaster class, and mm. Ali... In Mr. Invisible, man, I, I, I forgot Ali like was playing. Do, do, and and, and the, the interesting thing, right? You, you, you mentioned that about um, I, I was going to call him Oilberg in the back. But if you, you call him that again, I swear, <laughs> South London, I'm going to with you. But, but, but yeah, on, on a more serious, I was going to say, no, it's not have to. Do, do, do you no. think he should be playing as deep as he is? Because I know he's not because for me, he's more of a ball winning midfielder. So when like, when you see him play there, he just he doesn't look comfortable. You can see that like, it really doesn't affect your build-up. I mean, a player like Endombele, whereby you want him in like the, a bit, a bit more higher up on the pitch. How does he get the ball? So I feel like that, that's a bit more of like a problem on, on the Nuno side. I think Hoybier does. I think if if Hoybier does kind of can and has affected our build-up positively for Spurs, and mm. we've seen it, we've seen it before. But um, he did, a, he did, he was doing a good job for us in the deepest role in the first part of last year. But second part of last year, he struggled. And I think when you saw him for Denmark as well. And even in Southampton, he was never like a no. he never used to sit in Southampton, he used to seek and destroy. And I think yeah. I think that role for me it suits him more than than a deep liar. And it I is. think the, the obvious solution for that from Nuno's perspective was to play skip, like play skip deep and let Hoybier do whatever he needs to do. But I'm taking I'm 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 focusing back on Spurs and I didn't want to do that. I felt Arsenal were superb today. Thomas Party, excellent, excellent, mm, excellent, excellent man. Top top draw midfielder. And I've always felt this about Thomas Party. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe, I told Turkish midweek that this guy's going to turn up. I know he's going to have a good game today. It's just a case of whether Indom can match. And he didn't. Mm. He didn't. Odegaard turns up again against Spurs. Fair play. Um, and even Granite Xhaka. Granite Xhaka played well today. But it's just... You, you, you guys were letting him turn so easily out, oh, out, out of the press. It, it, was, it's just it was pathetic. Like, it's just so frustrating because Arsenal's midfielders played well today. But as I said, whereas they were 10 out of 10, we were 0 out of 10. Mm. Everything that they did in possession, we couldn't do. Everything that they did out of possession, we couldn't do. And I just mm. don't understand why. Why did we show this team so much respect? Mm. Like, why? Yeah. No, dis no disrespect, but Arsenal no, 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 are not a good side. No, we're not. We're not. And we we've shown that over the last 18 months that we're not a very good side. Um, But one thing I would say, this starting... Lineup. I consider this team that we put out today to be our, our strongest team, right? And um, I was quite impressed with what I saw today. This is the, I think this may be the first or, yeah, probably the first time we've had this whole bunch of players on the same pitch together. And I felt like it gelled very well. The only, the only position obviously I have a concern about really, um, is I, I feel like Xhaka is very redundant in this midfield now. We don't need him. Partey does everything that he does with way more quality, way more intensity, way just everything 
is way better from party. So it's kind of like redundant having Xhaka in the midfield. So, I, you know, it's disappointing that we couldn't upgrade from Xhaka in, in midfield because, you know, that that's a real problem area for us. But I quite like the balance of this team. Like you guys mentioned Tomiyasu. I thought he was so Holy. solid today, man. Like, he, he, yeah, him. exactly. I was going to say, you guys seem like you signed him. the wrong right back, right? You guys were linked with him for um, a large part of the summer. We I, wanted him to sign, I wanted us to sign him and play him at centre-back. We should have signed this guy. And he looks like I, he'd be good at centre-back as well, even for us. He'll like like be, be, be the perfect repair for Romero as Bro, well. This is perfect. what I said. I said Romero is the brawn, aggression, and then Tommy cultured, technical, technically assured. Like, why didn't we do that? Because yeah. we've got no boots on in this fucking club. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm really happy with the sign of Tomiyasu. Obviously, bringing Gabriel back as well. Gabriel has been a colossus this season. Literally, like it was quality. I, he only started playing in the um the Norwich game. I think was his game back. He was, he was excellent. Lee Burnley as well. I watched. That yeah, game. he was. He was absolutely brilliant. You know, like I watched uh, Vestergaard get absolutely terrorized by uh, Barnes and Chris Woods mm. um on, on yesterday, and Gabriel weren't having none of it. Like he is one of those old fashioned brute force defenders. No nonsense. With a little bit of quality to him, you know, with a, he, can, he can pass the ball a bit, and he's only twenty three years old. and And this is the thing about this Arsenal team: there's some good players in there, and it's down to the manager to get a tune out of them. and And I don't think there's much of an excuse for Arteta because this is his team. This is his team now. You know, he's got the he's got the goalkeeper that we spent thirty million on, who I wasn't a fan of, but he was fantastic today. He's been fantastic since he joined. And you know what? I'm buying stocks on Ramsdale. I am buying Ramsdale stocks. Hey, I am buying Ramsdale stocks. I don't give a shit. You know what? I don't give a shit. Do you know what? Twenty-seven thirty-five. You know what? You know what, Rams? Rams. You know Everything what is, I was concerned about. He's ticking it off as we go you along. You know what ticking it is, it yeah. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis would be the worst stock trader in the world. In the world. In the world, we'll see. He just see, I, a little bit of promise, a little bit of promise, and he just goes all in. The thing is, though, Fuck it's not this. just a little bit. It's not just a little bit. He's been brilliant yeah. in every game that he's played. Burnley, fantastic. He's played three games. Yeah. Were, were oh, you a bit worried about the twenty? No, no, it's like five games. Today. Four, five, it's like five games. I know like five games. You, you can't just judge a. You can't just say that a player is just gone like that over five games. No, Let, I'm saying I'm buying stocks. I'm saying, but what to clarify what I'm saying is. When we signed him, I was so anti decide I couldn't so understand. What were, your, what were your initial worries? And, and how has he alleviated them? So I thought he was like the worst goalkeeper in the league or something. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, he, he's he, not. He was statistically, he was the worst keeper. He wasn't statistically. When I looked into the statistics, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, wasn't. he was a mid table goalkeeper. He was a mid table goalkeeper by the metrics. And you know what? And don't get me wrong, there are still question marks over the shot stopping. We haven't conceded that many shots. Mm, that, 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 son, that son goal, I think he should have done better there. What? It was from six yards out. Was it? No, 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 no. I think he could have done better. I'm telling you right now, watch it back and I guarantee... Do you know the reactions you need to keep that out? I think he could have done better. Oh, you're I think he could have done better. I think a top keeper does better there. I no, think I, I, I don't know. Never. I think that maybe I think maybe that's a bit harsh, but I feel like once you get a hand on it, but it's more of know, a reaction what, hand, isn't it? Yeah, like, I don't, like, like, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, yeah. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm. It's Pam that him as well. 
Yeah, it's yeah, right, it's right, up, right up and close. I, f- I don't blame him for the sun goal. Um, uh, I thought, there's I thought, no blaming. No, I don't yeah. think it's even a blame thing. I think it's just more about could he have done better. Yeah, fair. Because I felt like he, I felt like he, he made like a really sick. I saw the replays when I got in. He got, he made like a, I don't even know who took the shot, but he made like a really yeah, sick the save. deflected shot but, that he flicked onto the bar. That was a fantastic. But save. my, my oh, thing yeah. is, I don't think, I don't think he's like the reasons why I don't think Ramsdale is a good goalkeeper are for. His bozo gene, like his ability to just let shots that shouldn't really go in go in mm. and just do some crazy shit um off the cuff. And I don't think I've seen in like he started well at Arsenal, he started very well, but I don't think I've seen enough for me to then say, Oh, you know what? Yeah. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I'm not saying he's amazing, I'm not saying he's world class or anything like that. All I'm saying is I'm buying stocks because like he are, is bro. nowhere near as bad as I thought he was. <laughs> No way I was shitting myself when we signed him. Literally shitting myself. Lewis, we're gonna come yeah. back to this in six. We're gonna come yeah, back to this fine. in six months. That's fine. We're come back to this that's in six fine. But and we know, you know where you're what? gonna be. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm happy with Ramsdale. I said it. I'm happy with Ramsdale. I like him. I like his character. I like his leadership. I like his commanding. I like oh, he, he's so kicking. He's cool. kicking is so his good as well because you know, he because he shouts and he's is he normal? Yeah, fuck it. I love this shit. I love football like that. I love it. Shout out your defenders. Yes, I do. And you should know about that. You can me in a Discord for being a passion merchant. You said oh Yeah, but that's because you were like, oh, well, the fans are worth like three goals. I'm pretty sure you criticized me for being a passion merchant. Okay. I do remember that, Tobes. I remember the importance of the fans. I remember that conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, well, yeah, but you wear you wear a Spurs shirt everywhere. So like, no, I, I saw you. In, I saw you in Mykonos with your Spurs tracksuit. You're like, like, I, you're I, you're like, I don't get. I don't understand. It's thirty degrees. I saw it too. I saw it too. You saw it in it. You saw it. You saw it. I saw it. I saw it packed away in the in the suitcase. I saw it in the suitcase. He bought it just in case. I don't know. I don't know why. Thirty degrees. You know. Nah, there was absolutely no God will punish you for these lies. <laughs> uh but yeah look um I, I just want to round it up by saying look I was I was really impressed by Arsenal would say as much as I was really deeply concerned by Spurs not really concerned at all really but you know it's just, it's just nice to see you know I think I said this new no guy is a bum you know he's like oh, no he's all right man look what he did with Wolves he's not man he's not a good coach he's not a good coach he had he had a good team with Wolves, got them promoted, had a decent first season, you know. Like got he's got good yeah, good players at Wolves. Let's not let's not let's not pretend that you don't have don't good think, players. I don't think he was a bad manager though. I don't think he's a bad I manager. I don't think he's good, man. I don't think he's good. I I I I would be leaning more towards bad than good. I don't think he's I don't think he's a bad manager at all. I think he's been I think he's been a fine, not like elite, but I think he's been like he's been fine as a manager in the Premier League generally. But I just, as I said, his style of play, like his prominent style of play in the Premier League is just not conducive to this team. Like we don't, we, we can't afford to play like that because we literally can't do it. <laughs> Jose tried it, it didn't work. Why are you bringing in a Jose like? I, I still don't get those appointments, man. Like it's, when you look at Tottenham, hard. you guys have always been like a high energy team. You know, you guys like to be pressing in, in your opponent's faces and you get two managers that want to be counter-attacking, sitting back and it just... I don't know. It just doesn't align with this quote-unquote Spurs way or whatever. 
Like, I, I, I don't get it's it. The Tottenham way or whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. is. Yeah. It's like, it's like the West Ham way. way the West Ham way. Yeah. yeah, it's all the same fucking shit. Anyway. Anyway, let, let's talk a little bit about the Chelsea way. Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, it was, it was, um, it was interesting to see City pull up on you lot at Stamford Bridge yesterday and have like 70% of the possession and absolutely just murder you. Mm. It was a, that was a that was a slow death yesterday, you know what man. It was? You know what it was? That um I just felt like probably from minute one, we saw the approach. I, before the kickoff, I was like, because pundits were talking about, oh yeah, Chelsea are gonna defend. And I was like, hey, have they not, not seen us play that like, against City? Like, <laughs> we never really just sit back against City. And I just felt like we one, we handed them the initiative and played into their hand, but two, that approach was just all wrong. All wrong. The way you beat City is not by sitting back and then just allow it just doesn't it doesn't work for us anyway. And I didn't think that the formation change helped at all. Um I understand the rationale to play um to play Kante, Kovacic and um and Jorginho, but I think Dan made a perfect point the other day where when you do that, you're matching up with City's midfield. Usually when we play Man City, we play the 3-4-3 and we have two midfielders in the attack and then they drop back and to over, they overload that midfield area and we just dominate. And then we just break on them in transition. Um, but it was just poor. Everything was poor. The approach was poor. Tactics, I think tactically, Tuchel got it wrong. Um, there was minimal energy in that midfield, so we couldn't even evade the press. Um, yeah, City just had more energy, more quality. Um, and although I didn't think City was that great, I just think we made it very, very easy for them, if you know what I'm trying to say. It was disappointing. It was very disappointing. I think City, I wouldn't even say City had a gear really to go into. I just think we just weren't great. Um, first half, City, we, we limited City to minimal chances. I don't think they actually did anything. Um, you know, they kept the ball well. They pressed us well. Um, but in terms of creating attacking for like attacking moments and threats, they had like one or two max. Um, but beyond that, we we're pretty comfortable. Mendy didn't have to make a save in the first half. Um, second half, I just feel like again, I thought after the second half, we're going to try and get more intensity into the game. You're realizing that this sitting back approach ain't working. Um, and you just try and have a bit more high energy, try and be a bit more direct to move to give it to Lukaku. But yeah, just poor quality. It was just all really just poor from start to finish. You know what I mean? So after, and actually, after they got the goal, which was a good goal, by the way, um, then you kind of get a little reaction when Ruben came mm. on and um, Duos came on and Havertz, when they came on, it's like a little bit of reaction, but it was just, for me, it was just too poor. By the time City scored, I think that was a game over for me. Yeah. Was this, um, was this, Babs, was this more of, um, City like suffocating you to to not give you a decision on how to play, or or was this like a conscious choice, a conscious choice from Tuchel to to play this way and only have one shot in the first half? Mm, I think I think it was definitely a co- from Tuchel. Man. That's the first time I've, I can generally say we've actually seen him, like not out and out say, but technically say that this side and this manager are better than us. I've never ever seen us concede possession in the way we did we did, did mm-hmm. yesterday. You know, normally we're a lot more engaged in the press. We're a lot more happy to actually go toe-to-toe with an opponent physically. And yesterday, we just, like, completely sat off. We allowed them to play their game. And for a manager, right, that we, we, we everybody calls Tuchel, like, a, he's always been a proactive manager. 
he's never been reactive. But the early moment he actually made the change was when we actually went um, one nil down. Maybe some of that is down to the fact that we had to make an early sub because of Reece James being injured. But I, I still think there was a lot more that um, he could have done to adapt the shape, to adapt our line. Because the moment you allow us, to, you, the moment you play that um, that deep block against City, you ba you're basically allowing five midfielders on the field to have a jolly up. Like it is, yeah. you, you can't do that. You got players like Foden and Bernardo who just enjoy those tight spaces. They're gonna have fun. Even Jesus, like that that goal. Not many players are scoring. Like you were just able to get maneuver in the tight spaces and score, and that's just a benefit of the players that City have. Yeah. So I mean, the, when, when, remind me on. again because I can't remember um, who was the player that he twist that he twists up for that goal. Uh, Jorginho. To be honest, to, to be honest, to be like, I, I don't think it, it was terrible. It, it wasn't. It wasn't even Jorginho that got. I think. I think mm. it was a shimmy from Cancelo that got away from Jorginho. No, mm. no, no, that's wrong. He got away from Werner. I think he skirted Werner and then. Tried to shoot and then um Jesus Rudiger, the and it came with Rudiger's foot, yeah. yeah. And it came with Rudiger's yeah. foot, and then he, yeah. he managed to just shift it. And then, yeah, oh. I want to say again, bad day, I bad day for Jorginho, though, right? Mm. Bad day. No, I don't, you know what? I don't it's think terrible. it was the worst. I don't yeah, think it was I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought he was meh, and he apparently was carrying a knock, whatever. I don't think he was like. Kante was terrible. Kante was awful. I I, mm. I watched the game. I rewatched the game. Kante was really bad. Not only was he bad in terms of closing down the space, I thought he was really on on just off like the, the things that he does amazingly. I don't think he was great at all. But mm. what he Kante is usually a very good weapon for our counter attacks. Like he wins the balls and just gets it, and we're able to progress up the pitch. He was so bad with the ball, like. Probably the worst I've seen for a very, very long time. Like, mm -hmm. very long time. Um, so, he wasn't at it. Kovacic tried. Like, first half, he wasn't... Mm -hmm. Again, he wasn't all great. He kept getting run off the ball, but... Yeah, I, yeah, I think C really just did a really on... good job of neutralising on midfield as well. Yeah, can we speak yeah, on... Um, yeah, I was going to mention Rodri. I think he was... Rodri, yeah. Uh, Rodri had a good game. Yeah, he had a good game. To be honest, I know that's I don't what, I know even think it was that. To say it. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's not even hurting me. No, do you know what it is? It's not even hurting me. I don't recall anything great these guys did. I, I, I'm being genuinely honest, and I watched the game again. I don't recall anything great these guys did. The only issue, that, and the thing that I was bothering me was the quality in our passes. I didn't think that these guys were going the extra mile in terms, of, especially the defender, defensive midfield, mm. going the extra mile. To, to clean up. It was just poor quality from us. For example, Lukaku turns off um, Laporte, puts him on the floor, and then he's about to... Werner's making a run off of um, Diaz. That wasn't a good interception. That was just a rubbish pass. So those moments kept happening all the time. How was Nguyen improved Lukaku anyway? How was how he? I think in the first half, he barely touched the ball. He touched it like 20 times the whole game. Like, and mm. he played all the 90 minutes. Um, first half... He had two moments for me where it was just poor quality. So one time the ball gets fizzed up to him and poor, poor control. And he, to be honest, to be fair to him, he did not get a kick for about 15 mm. minutes. Like he was not touching the ball for about 15 minutes. Mm. Um, but when the ball came up to him, he has to make it stick because at that moment it was two versus two. And if he manages to turn, it's game on. Um, but ball bounces off him um, and then City get back on the attack. Not even really attack, they just regain possession. Um, and then another moment after that, where he manages to hold the ball successfully, um, turns the port, he puts him down, 
And then again, that pass that I told you about, just passes it. Like, he rushed the pass. He didn't have to. Yeah. He could have taken his time and then composed himself and then get the pass off. But because we weren't seeing that much of the ball, I think he felt rushed. So when he turned, he just tried to get rid of it straight away to Werner, which was a bad decision because he passed it straight to Diaz and it was just, yeah, just a mess, man. Just a mess. Mm. But second half, I think it was a lot better. He just kept bullying Laporte. Uh, but there was nothing really around him. Um, Timo Werner was shocking. Yeah, you can run for days, but when your quality mm. on the ball's not there, it's just rubbish. You know? yeah. Let me let me ask you guys a question because obviously, g- given the success that Tuchel had last year, you obviously guys you guys won the Champions League. We had a great run under Tuchel in the league, where you really improved your league position, and you came into this season as being one of the teams that you know everyone thought would challenge for the title, um, and you know give give Man City and whoever else a real go at it, right? Yeah. So. After seeing this game play out, um, are City still, first question, are City still the favourites to win the league this season? And um, number two, where do you see yourselves in the title race? I, I don't think it makes City as favourites, to be honest. I Look, they were fantastic with the press. Very, very good with the press. Very good at keeping the ball. But again, I still feel that they're quite toothless, if I'm being honest. Um, whilst they got the goal, I still think they were quite toothless. Um, the only time they really got opportunities to kind of score more goals was when they were in transition, and that's when we had were forced to come out. Um, so no, I don't. I don't think that City are automatic favourites. Of course, as their champions, you probably give them the edge ahead of Liverpool and us. But nah. Nah, and in, and in terms of that performance, I could chalk that down to just a one-off where Tuchel just got tactically wrong. And you get those in times. You can get managers that are consistently amazing, but managers are going to make some wrong decisions. So I'm not panicking. I don't think it's too much of a, of a crisis, really. Um, he got it wrong. He got the setup wrong. And he conceded that. The thing is with me, I'm more respectful and I, I, I love a manager that can come out and say, you know what, I actually kind of got this wrong. Like, that I'm out, I might have got this wrong. I might have fucked this up. And he can take a slap on the chin um, and take a slap on the face and just say, yeah, you know what? All right, cool. We, we move on from it. And that's the kind of feeling that you get from Tuchel where even if something is wrong and even if something looks a bit poor, he'll tell you, yeah. He ain't going to mask it with lies. He'll just say, yeah, that's kind of poor from us. We'll go again next week. So we'll see how it goes, man. I, I, don't, feel, I don't feel any less confident about our title challenge after that match. Yeah, I cool. think I think just me, humble Spurs fan, outside looking with with no, with no, with no uh, <laughs> keep, keep, keep it that way, keep it that way, keep it that way. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna stand close when I can. But um I actually think I actually think Man City I don't think they were toothless, I think they were just um profligate because I felt like they I felt like even in the What's first the difference? Part, the difference is, I think, Meads, were you saying that they didn't create chances or are you saying that they just weren't able to finish? No, I don't think that they created that many clear-cut chances. I think that they had two real moments of quality where Grealish cut in um, one of the only times odd. you managed to get past um, any Chelsea defender that day um, and you managed to sneak a shot past... Was that Mendy the Mendy save? Yeah. Incredible yeah. save from Mendy. Yeah, where he Incredible around save around. from Mendy. Yeah. Tipped around the corner and another time where in transition, again, they passed it through to Grealish and Grealish couldn't get, get it past Mendy. Again, world-class save. Um, but, I think, but that was it. Boring. But I think, but I yeah, think that, that was it. You know, but I think I think with Man City, yes. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I 
I think I disagree with that because I think they were profligate. I think Man City didn't have their finishing boots on because they, for me, they had several openings to to dead this game. I remember there was one. Jesus had a shot that was literally blocked off the line, and I know. Oh, Thiago Silva. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know it was. I know it was like um, they were picking you off, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but I felt like Pep basically played. So if you look at that, if you look at that team. The midfield, so he um obviously Gundogan didn't play, did he? But Bernardo, nah, De Bruyne, it was, it was Rodri, yeah, Rod- Bernardo, yeah, exactly. it was Rodri, Bernardo, KDB, um, Foden, and, 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 and Jesus, yeah. yeah. So I felt like Pep Guardiola when he last played, you know, obviously Champions League final, he didn't really play a holding midfielder. I think he reverted back to his mm. usual, his I'm usual guy. I'm gonna stop what? you there because what? we played them three times last season. First game, he did one DM. Second mm-hmm. game, we played with two DMs. Third yep. game, we played no DMs. So this whole mm-hmm. palaver about... And he lost all three. So this whole palaver about him not knowing about the, the midfield and no DM stuff, he tried all three and got panned all three times. Yeah, but... Again, yeah, I just feel like... You yesterday. Yeah, but this is my point. I think it's all about approach. It wasn't necessarily about their midfield being better than ours. I think on the day, City's approach was better. They were far more intense. We were just not. And I feel like, again... It's not necessarily just about the DM thing, in my opinion. I think like, no, I'm, not saying it had... I'm not. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that I think I'm, I, that was one of. The, I'm saying that's one of the things that he changed. But what I'm saying is, overall, I felt Man City, if they had their finishing boots on, I think the conversation would be having would be very different. I felt. I think they had enough chances to make that scoreline embarrassing. They, they, they definitely had a like ninety five percent of the like, game was like basically. Yeah, yeah. of course. If, yeah, if of Mendy, course. if Mendy, if Mendy. If Mendy isn't Mendy and you had Kepper in goal, for instance, I don't know how good Kepper, how good or bad Kepper has been the past year or so, but I don't think, I, I think we'll be having a different conversation. Maybe, maybe it, so. But if my, if my, if my aunt was my uncle, then she had balls. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. Babs, I want to ask you the same questions, the same questions that I asked Meads. Mm, about the title challenges, yeah. Yeah, basically, Man City are they are they still the favourites based on this performance? And you know, where do you where do you stand? Means didn't actually ask that answer that question, but for, for me personally, I don't think it changes anything. I, think, I still have the same. I still have the same. Not where answer. you stand in the title challenge. Yeah, for me, for me, I said no, we're still going to be one of the faves. All right, all right, fair enough. Fair I, I wanted, I wanted, like a ranking. I wanted like a ranking. Nasty. No, we're still joint favourites. I wanted to nail you to the mast. Joint favourites. No, we're still joint favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, right, sure, for sure, for sure. I will. I say along with Liverpool, City, and yeah, and us. For me personally, I don't think it changes much because I still have the exact same worries I've had throughout last season going on to now in the fact that we don't really create enough clear cut chances for me. And added on that now, which has been compounded, is the fact that you see we've seen Lukaku raise his game, but the two tens around him, they've been disappointing this season, especially. They've been very, very disappointing. And you got Werner as well again. I don't think it was actually that bad yesterday. You know, I don't think Werner was actually that bad. I thought he, he made a couple of dangerous runs, but I think he could definitely could have been a lot better on the end Abs, of the ball. Let me ask you, was it not that bad? What did, what, did, what what did he do good for you? He made, he made a lot of stretching runs, like uh, the runs right, from, so from Lukaku. Is that the benchmark of a good, a decent performance? For, for Werner, yes, it is. Uh, unfortunately, no, no, see, unfortunately, you, you so. Do that it's not there for Werner. For, okay, for, but, but the thing is, right, it, you, you can say that, right, but we, we haven't seen the same from, from Havertz amount in terms of making these stretching runs to test defences. I don't think we've seen well, enough of them. They're not strikers. They're not strikers. So they're not, Werner but... I get you, but we've played Havertz in a split striker, man. for instance. Uh, yeah, and and the whole well. point of having those two guys to play off Lukaku is 
to help stretch the fences. Oh, no, no, that's not what, no, no. This was the first time we have done the split striker system. Yeah, the first time. Officially, from the start. Officially, yeah. Officially. It was poor. It was poor. And largely that's because Timo Werner was poor as well. Like, Lukaku barely got a sniff. So I, mm. I can't even keep that much criticism on Lukaku. Maybe my only criticism that he didn't get involved in playing that. But Timo Werner, I can't praise man for making runs. That's crazy to me. That's nuts. That's literally what he does. That's <laughs> hey man, look man, that, that's what he brings to the team. That's, that's what he brings to the team. It stretches the fences. You know, that's it was crazy. a big part of us last season. You, you know just how much I dislike this guy. I, look, listen, him stretching the fences is part of a striker's job. Like you, that's part of a striker's job. What? You can't say he wasn't that bad if that's all man did and everything else was poor quality. Like, no. Come on, Babs. Be serious, bro. Like, you know, no, no, man, no. That's... You, nah, man. Look, you know Timo, what, bro? I think... Timo, on a, on, a, on a level, Timo is just not good enough for Chelsea. We just put it that Yeah, way. no, but we, we, we both agree to that, but I, I still just think that the, the fact that he made those runs... Like, let's say oh, Lukaku made a better... Pa- let's say, let's say Lukaku makes a better pass there. We would we, we may not be saying that you, you know. What does the team score? I don't know. I, I'm not going to comment on that. I don't think either of them had like I don't think Werner played well, but um, uh, to be honest, I don't think he's played well generally for Chelsea. But I don't think either of them had any any ample support. I don't think mm. you because your tactics. I don't think Tuchel showed any. But you know, a big part of that was as well, right? I think City. And their two fullbacks, they did a very good job of pinning back our wingbacks. Like Cancelo and Walker didn't allow us to, do that, to get a sniff. And those two, especially Alonso, in the attacking positions, oh, that is a big part of how we attack. And I think they, I think they did a good job in that aspect in terms of keeping um um Aspie when he Aspie when he moved up to um wing back and um, Alonso pin back. Final point, Lou, before we move on. Mm. Again, this is what I mean about approach. It's quite. It's quite telling that our wing backs were unable to affect the game because we didn't have two wing or forwards, wide forwards. Mm. We had none. And with Lukaku and um Lukaku and Werner being central, if they had to move wide, they're still able to penetrate us through the middle. When you play two um two supporting attackers with the three four three, your wing their 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 fullbacks don't know whether to stay or go. So they're always going to be on edge. They're always not going to try. They don't know if they can pin the, the wingbacks because then mm. it gives us um, a 2v1 versus their fullbacks if we had the wingbacks and the two, and, the, and the, um, the wide forwards. So I feel like just tactically, I think Tuchel kind of got it well still. But it's what got it you. Is. Got you. Let's move, on to, let's move on to Liverpool. Um, you know, Liverpool, obviously, you, you mentioned them as being like one of the joint um, title favourites. And they, they actually do sit top of the league at the end of this weekend, despite, um, you know, a 3-3 draw against Brentford, which was just a ridiculous game. Like, big, yeah. do you know what? Big up Brentford, man. Because they've come yeah, to this league good. severely yeah. under-resourced, yeah? Like, in terms of their budget compared to, you know, other Premier League teams, even, even teams that, you know, they've, you know, Norwich came up and Norwich have got a, a way bigger budget than them. Um, who who else came up? Uh, Norwich and Watford. Watford have spent hella peas on players. Do you know what I mean? So, listen, they're severely under-resourced and they're giving this Premier League a really good go, man. They've lost one game so far in their six games. I think they've yeah. played... Um, they've played a few of the big guns. Like they played Liverpool, yeah. they played Arsenal, uh, they've played Villa. 
Um, yep. You know, they've played some tough games so far. And they've got, yep. you know, n- uh, nine points, I think it is. You know, they're, yeah. they're doing so well. So, yeah, b- big up them. I think they stay up, personally. I think they've got enough about them. They've got enough character. I think they know exactly what they're doing. They've got weapons that are going to hurt anyone at um, Griffin Park or, or I don't know what the... Brentford Stadium is called nowadays, but <laughs> another German manager shout out German. It, it is the Brentford Community Stadium, bro. Oh, how creative! How creative! No, nothing, nothing every day, so. No, nothing. Um, they're they're definitely, all. they're definitely a good team. Um, mm. That being said, I remember in the group chat not too long ago, it was about a week ago, when I was saying, "Look, Van Dyke looks doesn't look as good mm. as he was before," mm. and I don't blame him because. He had a big injury, so he's going to be rusty. And people are like, nah, he looks perfect. He looks fine. He looked the yeah. same player. I'm like, you are idiots because you're being blind. Just don't let results blinker or let, don't even let clean sheets blinker your, your eyesight. Because I've been seeing Van Dyke looking shaky. Liverpool fans have also been seeing Van Dyke, Van Dyke being shaky. But because they've not conceded goals, it's not too much of a problem. They're just hoping that he kind of gets up to speed as more games go on. Mm-hmm. But yesterday he wasn't good. Like, no, he, he wasn't good. He was very, very sloppy. Um, him and but Trent, he did make were... him... yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Trent were, oh, but Trent is Trent, bro. Like, mm. I don't know how even, many even Matic, man, that... as, as much as the cop and not doing praise, he, he was bad nah, as well. Nah. Do you know what, though, Babs? I have to give my tip some degree of like sympathy, bro. When you have to consistently be covering for Trent Alexander-Arnold for an inability mm. to defend, you're, you're going to make a mistake eventually. You're going to be poor enough, eventually. Yeah. You can't be 100% all the time when man is at 50 every time. Like, it don't make sense. Matip, is only, he can only do so much. When Gomez was playing outside, that's why he started to struggle. Gomez started to struggle because he kept overcompensating for Trent mm. and looked shocking. So, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. But, yeah, Van Dijk didn't look good. Trent didn't look good, so obviously, if you've got two out of your three or two out of your four defenders looking bad, you're in trouble. Yeah, uh, obviously, Liverpool didn't have any issues scoring goals. Why are we calling them Liverpool? We should be calling them uh, what's that thing on Mac- McDonald's, bro? Those spoils, those spoils, locals, and Brentford were the big bad Gustavo Fring boy. Uh, oh, their goals are good though. Yeah, that, 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 that was a proper striker point for Ivan Tony, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The first yeah, quality. Yeah. I do Liverpool think that good. Brentford, Brentford, um, they just physically like it's it's mad. They for, for a team that plays such good, like they play such positive mm. football. They're here for it. Like they yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot of PMP in that team, man. Like, they're they're here for it. Listen, I saw it in the first game, man. Like I haven't told you. I'm actually relieved to see that him doing it to other centre backs as well because it kind of scared me. Do, 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 apparently, apparently, he's doing it to other people as well. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, he's a bit of a monster. 5'11. He has a leap on him, man. He's just, he's just got a ridiculous. And they've got players in their team who are just, they're tall. I don't understand. Like, even Pinnock is like six foot nine, bro. Like, well, like, you have no business being that 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 tall and being a footballer. You know, it's, it's, like, even that, what's what's his name? Frank, Frank Onyeka. I remember there was like a, a moment where like Marnie was like running through. I like how Marnie, like, you know, like body space. This guy literally just yeah. shoved him. I was like, whoa, like, they're proper, like, they're here for it. They're here to play. Yeah. They are here yeah, to yeah, play. And, Defer, and they, Defer. They've just got some really good players like um Bueno. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he looks really good. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Onyeka. Sergi Canos looks really good as well. Da- David Raya. He's a keeper, by the way. Yeah. He's a keeper. He's got some nice distribution as well, yeah. 
And who? They there's another centre mid they have. Um, is that Canales? Is it, is I don't think it's him. It's, it's like I think he's a number twenty-seven. I, I need. I, I need. Yeah, the, name well, the guy who scored the goal, Janel. Yes, mm. he Janel, looks yeah. really decent. He looks really decent. So like, it, it just shows you that like, their scouting network, crazy, is, is doing the job. Like they, they are basically FB Ref FC. You know, they, yeah, they, they yeah, do yeah. a lot of data work and clearly yeah. it's working for them. 100, 100%, 100%. Uh, just, just going back to Liverpool, obviously, this is, um, you know, a, a, a bit of a blip in the road for them. They would have expected to to go to Brentford and, and get three points. Um, just, yeah, any any thoughts on, on Liverpool's display, really? And, you know, how... how... Oh, wow, what was that? Some, someone's takeaway is here. Someone's takeaway is here. Mm-hmm. Um, how... Um, Tobes, I'll come to you actually because I meant uh, I asked Babs and Meads about the title, um, the title challenge question. Where, where, where do you where do you put Liverpool in in the whole title debate? And you know, uh, where who do you have as the as the favourites? I still think Man City are the favourites to me. Um, slight favourites. Um, I think. I think the child the the improvements Chelsea have made to their to their attack in Lukaku, and. Um, the improvements from United made to, to their attack and Liverpool getting their players back is just going to make it a much more competitive title race. But City, I would still say um, I'd edge them ahead. It's weird. I actually predicted Man United to finish second, but Man United, mm-hmm. I just feel like they have too much. Them. I just feel like they have too much individual quality in that team. But as we've seen in some of their recent results with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, his deficiencies were always... <laughs> well, some in some cases they will overall the individual quality which they have. But Liverpool are going to be in the title race without a doubt if they can keep all their players fit. Um, I know people look at the Chelsea result, they'll look at Brentford, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but Liverpool, for the most part, have been have been top notch this season. Devastating, yeah, they have. Like, they've been the best team for my money, bro. Like they, they, they've. Uh, I know Mead said what he said about Van Dijk, but I actually think Van Dijk has been. I think he's been calm this season. With, with, mm. I know he got panned the other day, but I think he's been calm this season. I think his they've missed his distribution. His distribution from the back okay. is is fucking quality. Mm. Um, and then I think Trent. I know he had a tough game, but I don't think I think he's been well this season. Robbo's back. Yeah, he's had the is there. They proper like, ganged up on Trent. On I felt a bit sorry for him, man. They ganged up on him. That for yeah, the, for the like, second goal, that, that, like, that's, that's, that's just, just an excellent game plan, man. I think it's yeah. just a good game plan. Exactly. I think, you I think do it, Liverpool is it's pretty clear. Like it's pretty clear what the issues are. They lack quality and depth, but their first eleven can beat anyone in the league. So if they can come, if they can sustain the squad from start to finish, they'll be in the title race. But I'm still gonna back I'm still gonna back Man City to win it, even yeah. with striker. Yeah. It, obviously you mentioned Man United. We'll move on to Man United now. Um you know, I, I do love these full stones from Man United. You know, what it, what they call it? 20, 21 in 21 in... Some say 21 in 45. Right, 21 in 45. Listen, it could well be because, you know what? Just keep Oli at the helm, man. Keep Oli at the helm until 24. He's young enough. He's young enough, isn't he? He's young enough to, to stay that long. Um, Yeah, man, I love these full stones from United because it's, you know, they, they start to worry me a bit. And then I just realised, you know what? This team just is not that good, you know. They're not that good, and I don't think they've really rectified any of the issues that they had from last season. You know, their deficiencies still remain the same. They don't, um, you know, they they struggle to control games defensively. Still a bit shaky, I think. Even though they've signed Varane, you know, Villa had the best chances yesterday. I don't think Man United really created anything other than you know the penalty. 
Um, this is from what I saw from the highlights, anyway. Villa, Villa to me looked like they could have scored two or three at least. 100. You know, they were and, uh, you know they they would. And this is the thing, Man United fans. They talk about or the the heritage, the heritage. You know what I'm saying? And when they get like these these lucky decisions or these things that go their way, but you know what? Football is a game of variance, right? I'm gonna put my analytics hat on right now. Okay, there's only so much you can get away with. You can there's only so much random shit that you can get away with, or players pulling sh- things like magical things out of their ass that you can get away with. Sooner or later, you need some kind of consistency of quality. You need some kind of you know consistency and performance to to actually get somewhere. And I don't feel like this Man United team has that. You know, there it's there's there doesn't seem to be any strategy from from Oli. And um, I I personally love to see it. I really mm. do love to see it. But um, mm. yeah, I'll come over to you, Babs. What what was your thoughts on the uh, the United game? Mm. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the game was at the exact same time as the Chelsea, so I didn't get to catch it. Oh yeah, of course. So yeah. I, I only saw a couple. Weird, highlights. weird, by the way, that there too. Yeah, that was very weird. I, I'm, I'm apparently it's the first time it's happened since 2009. Right. So that's that's the random fact of the day. But yeah, I mean, just about United throughout the season, what I've seen, I think um, Luke Shaw. He's kind of had a he's had a, like a bit of a Euros hangover. I don't think he's had the best of starts this season. Back to the old Luke Shaw, eh? Yeah, that, yeah, and, and it's like Mariah put exactly. It's like Mariah put excellently, man. Like a lot of people were getting carried away, but he said it. He said it very well. You know, look, let let me see it over a calendar year. This level of performance, let it not be a purple patch. And it does look like he's progressing to the mean. I mean, obviously, I did see he came off for an injury, so I'm not going to judge him harshly. But even then, I still don't think he's had that impressive the season. And as you said, they haven't really rectified their, their main issues. You know, they're looking for this DM, this, and I call it this magical DM, you know, the deal that they think that, that's going to allow them to play Pogba and Bruno in the midfield with him. Mm-hmm. That, that, whoever that DM is, I'm going to say he's going to be drowning. He's going to be drowning oh, yeah. because I, I, don't know, I don't know how he's going to do all the defensive work by himself while simultaneously, you know, progressing the ball up the field while simultaneously, you know, covering for other deficiencies. I, I don't know who this guy is, but, you know, Listen, man, I, I'm I'm open to any suggestions, but yeah, like th- there are a lot of problems, United, and as you said, man, the pro- the, the process, like I don't know what Oli's Oli's actually building, you know, in terms of football, like in terms of culture, you can see it, you know, you, you can see like the, the players are happier, you know, everybody talk about you know this this great atmosphere at the club, which is all nice and so, but at the end of the day, football is judged by results, you know, we've seen them being bounced out by the, at the Europa League final, the um, Europa League semi final, the FA Cup semi final to us and Leicester, you know, we've seen them being bounced out so many times at critical moments whereby it kind of like lets you lets you think like, okay, yeah, he's built this amazing atmosphere, but where, where is this ruggedness, this toughness that we've seen from Man United over like the last 20 years? Like, wh- where is it? Like, I, I don't know what he's actually building in terms of football, if you get what I mean. You know, and I feel like we will, we will see it this season. It may be something similar to um, Frank Lampard last season whereby you know, he was un- unwinded by all these, you know, um, brilliant new signings that he met when he did. You know, it may be like, Oli may struggle to get the best out of some of these signings, you know. I've really been hearing a lot of complaints from some United fans, you know. A lot of them are complaining now also about Wambasaka. You know, I, I heard um, Elijah's wonderful run about Wambasaka for the um, Young Boys game. And yeah, it does seem as though, like, as we go along, they're finding more and more deficiencies. I, I, I don't know I don't know what's going to go on then, but hey, long may Listen, continue. United fans are just as guilty as every other club of overrating their players, right? They've done mm-hmm. the same thing. They They tried to... Listen, we just spoke about Trent and, you know, his deficiencies. But there is no way in hell Aaron Wan-Bissaka has ever been close to Trent as, as a right-back. Thanks. 
there's right. not a world that it was ever a, a remote possibility, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, Man United fans are just as guilty of doing it as as everyone else. Yeah. You know, they they, they gone. I was gonna say, I think with with Man United as well, yeah, like it's just like Bab said, it's just so haphazard, man. I've tried to defend Oli where I can, but he's just <laughs> Mariah. Just vibe, man, just vibe. Mar- Mariah tweeted the other day. He goes off. He, he said he's taking us as far as he can take us. Thank you, Oli. And I responded to him. I said, I don't believe. I don't believe there's any sincerity in that. Thank you. I, I don't believe it because the way you talk, the way you've spoken about this guy. <laughs> no. You wouldn't be wishing him well, but I, I, I sense, I get his frustration, and I get United fans' frustration as well because their team—you can't have an abundance of talent like this and still be going life and death with teams that are no disrespect to Aston Villa because they're a good side and they'll probably beat us next week. But Man United are significantly better than than, than Aston Villa, man for man. They are better. And you're literally and and Aston Villa were full value for the three points. It's not even like oh there was at any Old Trafford as well. About it. They were full value for the three points at Old Trafford. Mm. Something is wrong here. And no. it's like there's the midfield balance needs to be figured out. The attacking balance needs to be figured out. The defense, the defense still needs tweaking as well. Like Man United was three and a half seasons in now. Is it three and a half years now with Oli's? being there and man united still don't really have an identity bro mm. they have no blueprint that they can just repeat over and over again that can stretch over the course of the season yeah. their blueprint is fucking get into pogba and hopefully he'll do something get a mm. penalty and score the penalty that's their bloody blueprint it just didn't happen this week they got the penalty they got the penalty but bruno proceeded to um i mean yeah just a very violent penalty uh, I'm mm. not too sure what was going yeah, on. I, I, I saw a lot of people mention the fact that you know the moment Ronaldo came into the team, they, they removed Bruno from the FPL uh, immediately. And mm. hey, listen, man, the, the, the results are exactly speaking for themselves. Are you, are you surprised though that Ronaldo isn't taking these? I'm very surprised, man. I'm very surprised. This, this is the guy that people say you know he steps up in the big moments. You know, he, he's, the, he's the lead on the pitch. <laughs> and I'm never, I'm never having a dig. At, I'm actually never having a dig at him. But we, we literally saw Emin Barton. They say, hey, come on, big man, you, you take the penalty. Uh... Hey, he didn't like he, he didn't like it was up for him, man. He didn't like it was up for him. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Martinez put the fear in his eyes, yeah? Hey man, Messi's sending his his, his YGs <laughs> to go to go put in some work, man. Um, Messi's sending his YGs to put his work. And Bruno was doing up, Bruno was doing up the biggest queen speech for his apology. Like it Bro, was, that, that shows me just how rattled he is by, by that miss. <laughs> Did you know he put a, a, a speech at midnight? I think it was. The, the statement was literally at midnight. <laughs> Like legit, I, I don't know what I don't know why he did it, but f- fair enough, in it, man. It was, mind, it? it was on his mind because he made such a fuss about taking the pen, mm. and then he and then missed it. Just just on a serious note, though, do you guys um do you guys consider Man United to be title challengers? I mean, for me personally, Absolutely. it's it's hard to overlook them because yeah. of the amount so much, of so striking power, power they well, have. Like yeah, so we could talk power. about their deficiencies, but they actually do just have enough to get by. Yeah. With Fact. Oli being a bum, you know, Fact. it's you Go could on. be as shit as you want, but if you've got Cristiano Ronaldo, Pogba, Bruno, um, Edison Cavani, Mason Greenwood, Rashford when he's back, Rashford when he's back, bruv, there's so many Both goals. Sancho in that as well team. when he wants to join the party, yeah, San- oh, yeah. And listen, and, um, I even forgot about Sancho, we don't talk too much about well, bums, so. 859 or 757, seven, something like that. I can't mm. remember his name. Ah, uh, yes. yeah, the bold guy, anyway, yeah, golden boy. My, my, Man United were never out of the title race for me. I think they're definitely mm. going to be in here. 
for sure. They, they they finished. I know people say next last season wasn't a true reflection of the season, and there is some truth in that. But you can't overlook the adjustments they've made to their squad. You can't overlook the the, the players they had in their squad to begin with. <laughs> Why? What, of course, they're going to be in within a shot of winning it, but yeah. you just don't expect them to do it because of who is at the helm, and they mm. probably won't. But they'll be no. there. There they'll be there and thereabouts, man. Long live Ollie, man. Long live Ollie. And big and big up you mug a lot for actually showing face when you finally lose a game in the league. Like big big up you lot for, for coming on the pod and you know representing. You know, you you did a fine a might fine job. Might fine job, but we know we, we know we, we know the vibes in it. We know the vibes. You know what's funny? It's usually Chelsea I feel like it's it's like roles reverse now because Chelsea we get we've had two of the Chelsea two Chelsea Chelsea lot. Um, members join the pod today, and it's like it's weird because when do, do, do you know the thing is, right? Because of where the studio is, right in East, right? I live in Croydon, so that's an hour and a half for me to get there. So, this petrol crisis is working in my favor right now. <laughs> well, I'm pretty you, you traveled an hour and a half for, for Black Block when we had lunch, so you traveled that, that was 45 minutes. That was 45 minutes, bro. That was 45 minutes, bro. That was 45 minutes, bro. Okay, that was 45 minutes. Listen, don't don't argue about toes of time because he knows how long it took yeah. him to get home from the Arsenal game today after after leaving early. But anyway, let's um let's talk. Uh, uh, I want to finish on um Leicester actually because uh, mm. I just want to have a brief conversation about them. You know they've started this season very 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 poorly. You know, Shakily, yeah. considering we just spoke about how poor Arsenal have been this season, how poor Tottenham have been this season. Leicester, they're below both. Are below yeah. both. Yeah won two games out of six and unless I haven't had an especially tough start to the season I don't think like I, no. I know they've played um, Man City so, yeah, West Ham Man City Norwich and Brighton Brighton, Brighton yeah. and Burnley that's and, it, yeah. and Burnley and so yeah. out of those six games you would have thought they would have got more than just the two victories mm. and, they have, and, and they've got players back as well man they, they've got they've got um, Ricardo back you know yeah yeah, yeah. they have they're, they're they're practically full strength, no? I mean, mm. uh, well, obviously no Fofana. Yeah. Um, but you know, they've they've got their brand new shiny centre back, uh, Vestergaard. You know, mm. partner in Siyunchu, and you know them two don't look particularly Too clever. They don't look particularly clever. I think siyunchu has been poor for quite a while now. Actually, mm. you know, he, he had I, a, I think he had a very good start. Where, like when, when it comes to like stuff like 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 instant like stuff like you know like a, a quick slide tackle like amazing. But when 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 it comes to, like a striker like bearing down on him or like a counter attack situation, I've seen him give up so many fouls. You know, weird positioning. I don't think he's a terrible defender. I think he's just at that level, at the lesser level. If you get what I mean, I don't think he's terrible. So, so what is when you say Leicester level? What is the, mm. what is the Leicester level? Because is this a top six? In the top six, yeah. So, so do you still expect Leicester to, despite this poor start, do you still expect Leicester to um, be in the top six and contending for top four this season? Or do you think? Mm. Do you think because yeah, what I'm, I'm looking question, at, yeah. I'm looking at them and I'm just thinking maybe is is Brendan has he reached the ceiling maybe a little bit? Yeah, I know it's a good question right? and, it, and it's weird, right? Because sorry to interrupt you, but he's mm. gone away from a, a method that worked last season in the split strikers. Where you had Ianacho and Avardi up top, and he's dropped Ianacho. He's never played his new striker, and he's gone back to like a different system. And they've struggled to, to score yeah. goals. They've struggled to break down teams. And what was working the last season, they've just like completely and utterly like moved away from it, which mm. is another thing that I turned that note in my opinion as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think he's done the correct thing 
um, you know, when you want to spice up the team a little bit mm. and, you know, maybe bring a team to a new, ha- have a new ceiling to punch through, you invest in like young, mm. ambitious players. So like, obviously they bought um, Dak- uh, Paxson Dakar, Samare, yeah. Yannick Vestergaard, Adamola Lookman. Lookman. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they've bought players that, you know, I, I would want, uh, not Vestergaard, but, you know, some of those players there I, I, I would want in my team. Mm. So they've certainly, you know, improved the squad they've improved the, the first 11 so i'm just wondering like is it is maybe is maybe brendan rogers maybe just at, at his, i don't no, want to say at the, like no. in his final like push at, at leicester but do, do you think that maybe there's um what am i even trying to say like, maybe he's hit a no, ceiling i just i no? don't think so i think i think there's two things. I think defensively, I don't think Leicester have had a good start to the season. I think some of the defenders, Sion Chu and a few others, are making weird individual mistakes and they're mm. just a little bit more open than Brendan would like them to be. But I think in terms of attacking quality, I don't think they've been that bad. They played Brighton the other week and I think, did they lose to Brighton or draw to Brighton? I can't even remember. They drew, but they, they deserve to win that game. They had like no, they lost. No, 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 no. They, they, they lost. They lose. Yeah. Oh, two. Well, it was two one. No, they had a goal disallowed, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they had like two legitimate yeah. goals disallowed. Yeah, disallowed. I, I, I yeah, think, that's it. I think. I think it's not panic stations yet for Leicester. I think mm. Brendan Rodgers. It's quite early to judge as well. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Rodgers is going to turn it around. It's only six games, bro. Mm. Spurs were top of the league three games ago, and now all of a sudden we're <laughs> on minus minus six goal difference. Like, I think yeah. it's for me. That it's too early fast, for me to for me to suggest that Leicester. There's, there's there's issues with Leicester this season, man. And I think they've got a couple of good players that they signed this summer that are still in the process of gelling into this team. Mm. Um, but yeah, obviously the, the the early season form is 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 a bit concerning, but I think they'll bounce back, man. What's mm. bounce back though? Mm. Start winning games. Mm. But like to, to to what extent, like to where do you think where they'll do you be, think this Leicester team think... should be finishing? They'll they'll finish. I think they'll finish around. They'll finish top six, top seven this season. Right. Okay. I think they'll finish top six, top seven this season. The top six back battle is looking good, man. I'm I'm even thinking. Shout, Arsenal, I, 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 I also, man. I understand that. Shout out Brighton, man. They've had a very good start to the season. If they win the game, they could top of the league. Listen, Brighton. Well, man, they start putting away. Yeah, but they, they're, they're cashing on that XG, man. Slowly but surely. Brighton are a good side, man. Mm. They're a good side. Just they don't have any quality. You know, they've got a few nice little players, but they've scored seven goals in five games. Mm. You know, it's... You're going to be in trouble if you don't score goals because, mm, you know, when the luck goes against you, which it was last season, man. Last Tell season, they Nuno. weren't getting... The... Sorry? Tell that to Nuno. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listen, we'll, we'll let you do that. So, but anyway, and um, we'll call it a night. It is getting late. Um, we did say a forty-five minute pod. It's now been an hour and sixteen minutes. So, hey, man, we just want to treat our listeners, man. Treat yeah, our listeners. No, hundred percent. But I'm tired. I'm tired. So, we'll call it a, a, an evening there. Um, we hope you've enjoyed the pod. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, use the hashtag and all those kind of things. Um, Babs, Tobes, and uh, well, Meads is gone now. He had to, he had to dip. But uh, thank you for joining me and enjoy the rest of your weekend, chaps. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Take it easy.
Smartcast Network.